father was an alcoholic. He'd come home hammered, looking to wail on somebody. So I'd provoke him so he wouldn't go after my mother and little brother. Interesting nights for when he wore his rings. Yeah, he used to just put a, uh, a wrench, a stick, and a belt on the table and just say, choose. And that's scary stuff. That is from Goodwill Hunting. And if you have been a victim of abuse, maybe in your childhood, and you feel like your kids are now older, but you're afraid that you'll do the same with them, get some help if you are currently going through abuse, either with an abusive partner, it can be male or female, or maybe with, uh, with kids. You know somebody in your family is abusing their kids. Speak up. You don't want to aid and abet the perpetrator. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness, so abuse is forbidden. <laughs> you, I know we deal with it, but we have to be able to defend uh, basically a person's right to their own pursuit of their life and happiness. And if you have somebody very controlling in your family and everybody puts a Band-Aid on their lips, that doesn't help anyone. And you want to give yourself the ability to speak up, but you need the tools to do it, and you need to be first concerned about safety. Is the person so irrational that you should not speak up directly to them, or are they open to reason if you get them in the right mood? Again, I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. The show's The Rational Basis of Happiness. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R. I'm a clinical psychologist. You can visit my website to drkenner.com. Now, the last caller, Tammy, was talking about her kids finding out about her husband or ex-husband's porn on his cell phone. And I want to uh, just let you know, Tammy, if you're still listening, that I deal with healthy sexuality in a book I wrote with Dr. Ed Locke. It's called The Selfish Path to Romance, and you can get that at selfishromance.com. And if you're raised your eyebrows and said selfish romance that means you both cherish one another I don't use the traditional use of the word selfish which means being a brute it means self-valuing you value yourself your partner values himself and you learn how to have a wonderful connection with each other without ever abusing one another and right now I want to turn to the phones and welcome Skylar Skylar you have a question about not about your memory I guess Skylar? Yes. Yeah, tell yes. me what's going on. Well, I um, I was on Facebook, and some guy posted on my wall, it's been years, how have you been? So I called my sister because she liked the post. I called her, and I was like, hey, how do I know this guy? And she's like, we spent a whole bunch of time with him in our childhood. Um, I guess he went to all of our birthday parties. And we swam over at his pool and played with him in their big basement and stuff. I'm confused on why I don't remember any of this. Okay. How old were you at the time? I guess I'd known him since I was like a baby up until maybe seven. Okay. So it was pretty young. I mean, that's like a grade school memory, very early memory, right? And how old are you now, Skylar? I'm 16. You're 16. So yes. what, you're worried that your memory, that there's something wrong with your memory? Well, this isn't the first time that it's happened. Okay. But when when I else? Can't is rem- um, I, 
I couldn't remember a couple memories um, about uh, things involving my mom a while back. Okay, can you give me one ex- one example that troubled you? Um, my sister was talking to me once, and she was saying something about this one time that happened, and I got very confused and was like, that never happened. What did, What was she saying happened, honey? Uh, just that she said that my mom um, had kicked me, okay. but I couldn't remember any of it. Okay. Uh, here's what typically happens. We remember things that are important to us. So if you went back into my childhood and you told me about a great party that was given for for maybe even my mom or my dad and I had no memory, maybe it was great for someone else in my family, but maybe for me it was ho-hum and I just didn't encode it. I didn't tag it as very important. I, I think we've all had the experience, I'm, I'm in my 50s now, of looking at photo albums and that can help jog a memory, but sometimes I've looked back at pictures, and guess what happens, Skylar? Um, I have no idea. I don't remember the event. I don't remember the vacation. I don't remember it. I didn't... There's so much we experience. I mean, this is many years ago for you now, right? Yes. And your sister is how much older than you? Two years. So she would be nine, she would have been nine. So she might have been a little older. Maybe she was more connected. Listen, I remember the lifeguard in, uh, at a pool when I was a, a young child, about the same age, because I thought he was so cute looking and I wanted to marry him. <laughs> I was a little kid, but I remember him clearly. If you ask my sisters, who was the lifeguard at the pool for all those years? His name was Saul. What do you think my sisters might re- remember? Um, I don't think she'd remember. They No, I have two sisters. My guess is they would not know who I'm talking about because I was attracted to him. I was thinking about him all the time. So you, we remember things that are really important to us. My mother tells me that my father once got frustrated with me when I was young, and guess what she, he put in my hair? He was trying to feed me. You won't guess, but mashed potatoes. <laughs> Now, you think I might remember that? No, I was very young. But I have no memory of that. So you don't want to expect your mind to do more than it can. And if you only have a handful of examples or less than two handfuls of examples, I would not think you have a bad memory. I would just say you have a normal memory and there are things that you might remember that your sister might not remember. Okay. Okay. Do you Thank think, you. do you have a bad memory all the time or is it just these two, these few cases? Um, it depends. Sometimes I'll I'll do like normal forgetting, um, which I don't worry about that because everybody forgets like little things. Um, I know other times on occasion I'll just kind of like I'll like remember something that like I had forgot about in like years. Yeah. You know, or like people had mentioned something to me about it, and I wouldn't remember it, and then maybe like an hour later, I'd be like, oh, that did happen. Yes, you can retrieve it with effort sometimes, right? Yeah. You can pull it out. If Somebody might explain it. Like people will tell me, people will come. So you're thinking your memory is fairly normal now? Yes. Let me, let me, go ahead, honey. 
um, yeah. After you explained that to me, I was just, I know, I know that I've had traumatic experiences in, in my past. Yeah. I didn't know if that had anything connected with it, and I didn't. If you had what type of experiences? Uh, traumatic. Oh, what type of trauma, honey? Um, my mom. Uh, it wasn't. It was a little bit of abuse, but not a lot. And I know that I repressed a lot of those memories, and I've been working to get some of those back. So I didn't know if like something happened traumatic with this guy or not. Oh, so you're wondering, was there any abuse or anything on site on, that you should know about and maybe your mind repressed it? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Okay. My, yeah. my quick yeah. words on that, I know we're at the end of time here. My quick word on that is I don't go fishing for abuse. When people come in, I don't try to dig up abuse. If they get a memory, then you need to figure out is it accurate or not. If you are happy-go-lucky now, if your mom was a little rough but she's better now, enjoy her now. And uh, you don't have to go digging, okay? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You're very welcome. Uh, thank you very much for the call. Now, talking about abuse and talking about um, uh, just owning your own life, do you give yourself a voice when you're with a boss whom you disagree with, when you're with a parent who you, whom you disagree with? Are you afraid to speak out? Or if you're in the political realm or talking with a politician and you completely disagree with what where they're taking uh, your area of the country or the country itself, do you just throw up your hands and say, what's the use? You can't fight City Hall and then become depressed. You don't want to read the newspapers anymore or listen to the news. How do you give yourself the ability to speak up before it's too late? How do you break through and give yourself a voice? Coming up next, I will be talking with an expert on how to speak for your healthy values. She is Lynn Zinser, the Vice President of the Ayn Rand Center for Individual Rights, a division of the Ayn Rand Institute. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness. I need to feel important. Instead, I'm living in the shadows of her life. Her family and friends are everything. I feel invisible. I thought my husband's love would be enough to help him get over my affairs. Why can't he just forgive and forget? What does he think he is? Perfect? He's so selfish. How many lose themselves in a romantic relationship, feeling unimportant, taken for granted? Or perhaps they lie or cheat and think their partner should forgive and forget. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, clinical psychologist and co-author with Dr. Edwin Locke of the Romance Guidebook, The Selfish Path to Romance. Provocative title? I know. By selfish, we mean the self-valuing, self-nurturing way to romance. You never want to lose yourself in a relationship. You want to create a win-win partnership to value your own and each other's goals and dreams. Discovering how to be true to yourself in a romantic partnership is learnable and key to romantic happiness. Check out our book with its daring title, The Selfish Path to Romance, at Amazon or SelfishRomance.com.